0: The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com Hello ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen podcast. My name is John Abraham.
1: And I am Gleep and we are those guys with ships. Yes, this is episode 19 of our podcast. Today is February 23rd, 2945 standard Earth time. Do you know where your tribbles are? I do. <laughs> John, um, you know, I think we can go ahead and announce that our org mate Caleb is on hiatus from the show for a while. Uh, we wish him well and uh, hope uh, to hook up soon with him in game and hope he's having fun uh, uh, playing the games that he's playing. Um, and we also want to welcome back last week's uh, special guest co host, uh, Jimmy Croker. Welcome back, hey, Jim. Welcome Thanks for to- having me. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, we're, we're glad you're here, and uh, we hope uh, that you'll come out and uh, join us on a regular basis uh, because we, uh, we like what you add to the show.
2: Well, thank you, man. Uh, I will be happy to come and show up as long as you're willing to have me.
1: Excellent. Fantastic. Um, and we um, we also want to thank uh, Mr. Ronald Jenkins for letting us use his songs. 103 Degrees is still the name of the song we're using for the intro and the outro. Um, maybe uh, next, uh, well, I think what, ha- I had it all worked out in my in my tiny little head. I think maybe like for episode 20, we'll have some new music. You know, just kind of uh, mix it up a little bit there, show <laughs> off a little bit more of uh, Mr. Jenkins' work there from his latest album, Alpha Numeric.
0: Well, I don't we- know. I don't know why you'd want to replace it though, because it's so hot.
2: <laughs> I was wondering if someone was going to get one of those jokes in.
1: Oh, man. I'll have to find a song that that, uh, that lends itself equally well to humor. <laughs> 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 um, and anyway, Alpha Numerica, the latest album. Check it out at ronaldjenkies.com. Uh, his stuff is a lot of fun. So. Um, so, following up on a couple of things from last week, um, you know who is Frida's boss? I know a lot of you uh, folks were probably asking that. Um, I think we we tried to sort of uh, rack our brains for f- who Frida's boss was in the uh, the Fletch movie. Was there was there more than one Fletch movie? Were there Fletch movies?
0: There's there's the Fletch movie, and then there's Fletch Lives, and I think this one is a reference from the first movie.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, um, the mystery has been solved. If you go to the show notes, I I put a link to the very specific clip, which uh, came from uh, Frida's boss, explaining uh, where it is that his uh, uh, rather esoteric name comes from. So that's there. Go check it out. Uh, We also were supposing about uh, the roadmap uh, from BAFTA in January and what uh, we were expecting to have happen this year. I went back and revisited previous show notes and pulled out that in the spring of this year, which is coming up fast, we're going to get the beta release of FPS with the planet side and social beta. Um, I believe the FPS is coming first and then the planet side social comes after that. Uh, in the summer of this year, we're going to get Arena Commander 2.0 with our multi cruise ships. Yay! in uh, the fall of this year we get the first episode of squadron 42 and then at the end of the year we get the pu alpha for all us backer types and then next year we get the uh, the commercial release of the game at some point so now the uh, pu alpha when it goes
2: live if i remember correctly it's only going to be what like five planets
1: um i believe Initially? that is correct yeah five landing areas yeah or okay. five, five is it five systems you can go to and each one has a landing area that that makes more sense, yeah. So five different
2: systems, each one having one landing area, sounds sounds about right.
0: Yeah. So is is March spring?
1: The twenty first, as of the twenty first, yes.
0: Oh, okay. So we're okay. So we're good for that. I mean, they're saying FPS, PlanetSide, and Social in March, or at least they said. Okay, I think they said Social right after FPS. So I guess FPS could come like at the end of March and then social could be the next month?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, what's weird is there a lot of stuff this week was talking about, a lot of the news this week, here and there and there and here, was talking about um, character creation, character development, new character, um, skeletal models. Um, I have to wonder, the first-person shooter module, we're all going to be, I'm going on the assumption that we're all going to run around looking exactly the same, That'll be the same with the social module. Is character creation considered part of all of that, or is that an afterthought? Questions, I have them.
0: I, <laughs> I kind of doubt it. I, they haven't shown anything about character creation. They've like yeah. they've barely even talked about it.
3: Yep. yep. No, so, I would
1: agree. We're all going to look the same. It's going to be really creepy. <laughs> that is going to be really creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, who's that that just took their clothes off over there? I don't know. Kind of looks like you.
0: <laughs> well, they have the the female model, don't they? From that that the trailer for what was it, the Cutlass?
1: Oh well, that was a a special mocap that uh, Miss Sandy Gardner did. Um, so I think that that was done special for her to do the commercial for uh, the Cutlass. So oh okay, I,
2: I'd imagine both. Um both models are being created side by side. I don't. I don't know if there'd be any issues with having the female characters in game now, but I, I'd guess since the game skews male, they're just like just have 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 a male model in there for now
1: and not worry about it till later. Yeah. Well, we just or maybe we just get one androgynous character and we just call it Pat.
0: <laughs> well, you know the the Steve character from Minecraft is yeah. supposed to be like both. Or neither. <laughs> nice. Perfect. There you go. That would
2: explain also why there's no children in Star Citizen. <laughs> because we ate them. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> we're, all, we're all asexual. We just lay eggs.
1: <laughs> Ew.
2: Okay. We're like sea horses.
3: <laughs>
1: all right. Um, and last week, John mentioned uh, some uh, A- uh, AC tutorial videos, which he watched, which he said were helpful uh, to him, so uh, I hunted those down. I believe it was from Hopping Mad Media. Yeah, yep. and I uh, I hunted those down, and I've uh, copied some links into the show notes for those too. So uh, check them out. There was some useful information in there. Um, uh, they're not too advanced, so if you if you already uh, if you don't know anything at all, you get something out of them, and if you know a little bit of something, uh, everyone except Yellow Stag could stand to watch these. <laughs> Yellow Stag, you do not need to do this. Um, and uh, relative to the, um, uh, the second uh, those guys who shipped Sunday meetup, which was last week, um, I think I said something stupid like we were all flying 350Rs and capture the core, and we didn't. That was really silly. I'm sorry. I take it back. Um, and when I mentioned that Ace and Steven had run Vandal Swarm out to Wave 18 a couple of times prior to us joining them, I neglected to uh, add that dara and his mighty Cutlass Black were also involved in that uh, awesome achievement. So I uh, want to give props to dara too, for uh, being, being out there and, uh, and flying like a boss. One, one of the few to see uh, eight, uh, Wave
2: 18+. plus. Yeah. At least in our in our little close knit organization, I've
0: seen it twice now. I think the oh, really? first time was with um, with Stag, and then yesterday uh, it was with Ace and a couple other guys. I think Darson might have been. I don't know, but I know Ace was in there. He helped us get to eighteen, but I think we died before it ended. So, have
2: you seen past eighteen?
0: I've yes, I com- that first time with stag we completed it.
2: Okay, so I think what I'm really asking is at 19 do the swarms change to unicorns?
0: No, <laughs> I think it ends at
2: 18. Yeah, okay. that's what I thought too. Yeah. So and it it just starts over or it just No, it just ends. you keep the same swarm. No, it just ends after
0: 18. After you complete 18, it's like completed or something. Wow. You got a scoreboard, don't you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. Just like when the clock runs out in uh, Battle Royale or uh, Capture the Court. Right. Yeah. Have Although you guys a...
0: seen 18?
1: Yeah, yeah. That was that one time uh, I was the... Uh, well, I saw... Yeah, did I see the end of 18 or just the middle of 18? Um. Anyway, yes, I've been there.
0: <laughs> well, it's like, <laughs> it's just all bosses. Yeah. Okay. And they all have, like, super cool names, like... One of them is Baron Van Duel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How
2: original.
1: Yes, yes. The, it's like the Pew Master 2000. Pew, pew, uh, pew, pew.
2: Yeah. See, I, I, was, I didn't know it ended at 18. I, I last conversation I was involved with it was someone saying something like, oh, it gets really cool at 18. So I thought maybe at 19 you got, like, unicorns and leprechauns and, you know. <laughs> circus monkeys or flying monkeys all just coming at you and it was just, you know, insanity.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I guess uh, what's cool is sort of dependent upon the uh the uh perceiver. How's that? <laughs> well, I
0: wish they would add stuff like that, but honestly, I haven't gotten the impression that Chris is like into any of that kind of, you know, like silly stuff.
1: Right, right. No. I don't think he was a Monty Python fan. No, yeah, no. <laughs> all right well so since last week we've had lots of real new cool new stuff what's come to light and so we thought we'd go through some of that for you Uh, we want to start off with the uh, fan spotlight which came out earlier in the week which featured uh, fan trailers and there were some of them that I thought were very very cool Um, did you guys watch these I did and which ones did you like
2: Uh, I have one hands-down favorite. And, and let me just say, Poland is killing it this week. Um, a Way of Life, I thought, was uh, the best balanced video. Uh, it, the, it struck the right tone musically. It uh, the, the editing was amazing. The pacing was really good. Uh, and it's uh, from a uh, Polish uh, fan site. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, Star Citizen uh, Polska, or Star Citizen Poland. Um, I went and peeked at their site, and uh, it's impressive. It's, it's, if you don't speak Polish, you might have a hard time navigating, and I don't. Um, but it's a really good-looking site. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, so you had, for me, Poland's uh, fan video. And then last night you had Poland win an Academy Award. So just Poland's on fire.
1: <laughs> Poland's on fire. <laughs> go Poland. Go Poland. Woo! <laughs> Um, I, I enjoyed that one as well um, I also liked the first one the Homecoming Part 1 because uh, I, I kind of like the idea that it's going to be a series um, and it also had some uh, some cool uh, uh, you know like poetry in it that I guess was written by the folks that did this uh, World Beyond mm-hmm. uh, so it's uh, anyway I thought they were all very cool John did you get a chance to take a look at these?
0: I completely missed this, so I'll have to go back and watch these later,
1: well, it's kind of like the uh the imagine trailer. I still watch that thing, and I mean, oh, yeah. it it's still it just makes me you know like a little kid again, you know it's, it's just like it's this is gonna be so cool, yeah, and, and this is you know you know it's it's exciting I mean it's like wow, I get to like participate in this, and this will be this will be what my gaming entertainment is going to be like, and that's you know. My, how far we've come from Pac-Man. Let me tell you, <laughs> the uh, the Imagine trailer
2: is like um, it's. Uh, I, I show it to everyone that's interested in the game, and <laughs> um, it's like smells like Teen Spirit. You know, it's just like, oh wow, that's huge. That's amazing, and that seems so game-changing. Just from watching that video, you get so much. It's a great teaser. You get so much out of that video
1: that yeah, I show it to everybody. That's I like that analogy. It smells like Team Spirit. Yeah, it was like the first time I saw that video. It was like I, ooh, wow, mm-hmm. th- something just changed here. Exactly, uh, yeah. and that's
2: that's the feeling I get when I watch that uh, that trailer.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, yeah, do check that out, and it's off of the uh, if you go to the uh, Comlink page, uh, it's listed there. And there's so much information on that page that um, um, if you're if you're ever bored, just go to Comlink all and uh, scroll down, you'll find something to uh, get you through your day. So, uh, Next we have uh, Help the Herald, and I'm not sure what this is really. I know it's, uh, it's is it a mini game? Is it a um, contest? I'm not sure. But one thing I do know is that they are showing this Herald as being symmetrical, which is really, really upsetting Yeah, that's to me. the
0: first thing I noticed too. Mm-hmm. I like the the asymmetry of it. Yeah,
1: I, I,
2: the from what was it reverse the verse last week? Um, didn't they say that they were going to make it
1: um, symmetrical now? I think that the base model is going to be symmetrical. Is, is what I heard on was it reverse the verse or it might have been even around the verse? Okay, uh, but uh, it was one of the verse shows, and but not the verse cast.
2: But. It's <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. I mean, here's the thing: looking at that image. It looks kind of cool. I would imagine that when you're scanning for signals, you come to a full stop, and all four of those quadrants open up, and they're supposed to be receivers. And I'm sure that's going to be magical and fantastic. But the asymmetry was kind of cool. Oh, it was so cool. Well, do you think
0: those the these black things like unfold to be one of those uh, like satellite discs that was on that's, there before?
2: That's what I think. Okay, is going to happen because that thing it, was really where, cool. Right, and I think that. All four of those are good. Once you're up and once you're in space, all four of those will open up, and you'll it'll be like a you'll be like a giant satellite dish.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Total yeah, guess. I I do not get why. I mean, they must have changed it for some reason, you know. And it's, I I don't understand who said no. We have to. Well, maybe it was Chris. Maybe you know. Maybe he didn't like the asymmetry. But
0: well, I don't know how people responded to it, but I feel like there are certain people that want all their ships to be symmetrical.
1: Well, you know, the only, if you could call it negative response, I heard was people saying that ship is so ugly, that's why I had
0: to buy it, you know? <laughs> exactly. I thought it looked awesome the whole time.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I like the whole design concept. Um, from from the interior uh, on out,
1: I, I think it's a great design. Yeah, it's, it looks like a flying potato, but that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, can you imagine the size of the potato gun? You need to fire that.
3: <laughs> Um, well, I, I know, think Jim- that
0: Help the Herald thing in general. Though is, um, they based on how many tickets they sell for. Uh, what is it, Pax East? Um, uh-huh. They will like decode this image that's below the Herald, um, so that we can see what it is. And I think the image started at twenty five percent, like visibility. Now it's at fifty percent because they sold like a hundred. Take tick- or how many? How many did they sell? Um, I think that's what it is.
1: <laughs> it's just an odd contest. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not feeling this one, dog. Yeah. Um. But you know that that's fine. Um. Now, Jimmy, you own one of the the heralds, correct? I do. It's um. It. I think I've mentioned this before. It's really one of the two ships that.
2: I want to fly most in game. Mm,
1: okay, and I know Tam Demonium uh, in our org has one too, and he's excited about uh, uh, you know doing the spy guy stuff. So um, yeah, I mean I, I think it's a, it's a good resource to have in your organization, and you know I definitely as soon as we can visit each other's hangers, uh, Jimmy, we're coming over to your place and uh, checking it out. But absolutely. Um yeah, okay. Well, I hope uh I hope whatever uh whatever it is they're trying to get done with this it gets done. Um you know, when the, the picture decrypts, I mean if, is it gonna be like a spaceship?
0: I, I don't know. It looks it, like an interior. It, yeah, does.
1: Yeah, it does. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna make a guess. I'm gonna guess that it is the interior of either the Hull sea or
1: the starfarer. Oh. Oh, so you think they're gonna go uh cross ship here? It's gonna be it's going to be uh, maybe they're doing like some sort of you know this information we're decrypting this information using the decrypto information ship, um, <laughs> and here is uh, here is the 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 prize here's the nugget here's the uh, the gleaned information. All right, well that's that's fine. See,
0: I wonder if it's possible for somebody to take this image and like undo what they've done to it in Photoshop. Um, it would have to be somebody in Russia. <laughs> With a lot of
1: time on their hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someone either in Russia or in China, one, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Well, um, the, moving on after that, uh, we had uh, 10 from the Chairman, episode 53, which was last week. We have a new one out again today, of course, but um, just given the way that we schedule this thing, uh, we'll get to those next week. Uh, but from last week, there were some interesting questions. Uh, Zadum Za, ja, how would you pronounce it? ZH? Zadum.
0: Zadum. Zadum.
1: Zadum. Okay. Um, a name like that needs to resonate. Zadum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, what he wanted to know is if he if he steals his org's ship and goes all GTA in it, um, and uh, uh, and uh, then but doesn't get caught, will he uh, take a person or a reputation hit? For to his own person or will the org have to suck it up and what Chris said is that yeah the the owner of the ship takes the hit on the reputation so yeah uh, your org would not like you very much um, but that they are going to be working on the system and they will be able to um, apply blame where blame is due more accurately in the future so
0: so there um, will be org owned ships
1: yes Okay. Yes there will. Yes there will. And so John John, your idea last week of, of running off with Andre's reclaimer and just like running it into shopping malls. It's a bad idea. <laughs> you sh- you shouldn't do that. Okay. Uh Darkonus said, Will my friends be able to borrow my ship then switch out all my cool stuff with their weak sauce gear? And what Chris said is yeah, and but hopefully they're going to switch it back before they return your ship to you. However, we're not really sure what's going to happen to your stuff in the interim. So uh, I guess they're still, you know, you make it's because they're trying to make it more realistic and more like practical. It's like if if I was going to loan you my car, but you wanted to put your stereo in my car because you you like your stereo better than my stereo. Um, would your stereo magic my stereo magically appear back at my apartment, or would uh, it be sitting on the floor in your garage? You know, if, if I had
2: a ship fully modded out, I don't know how thrilled I'd be about lending it to somebody. And if I did, I'd probably strip out all the stuff that I couldn't replace before I even gave it to them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's you know, the these questions are probably you know extreme examples because, you know, that's the first thing that occurred to me was like, if I was loaning my ship out, you know, and I I would be, I'm more than happy to loan out anything I have hull insurance on, you know, if something bad, if something bad happens, then, yeah, then I can, I can suck it up and, you know, wait the week or two before, to get the new one, but um, But, if I, if it's loaded down with with, uh, top end weapons, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, you lose all your goodies if that happens. Right, right, so. Anyway, so, Interesting stuff to think about. Uh, Kay Cravener asked, "Will PU missions scale to the number of players that accept the mission?" And what Chris said was, uh, "This depends upon a lot of stuff. Uh, some will, and some won't. Because, like, if you have an epic mission, you know that is uh, like really involved, and, and you know have lots of different uh, factions, uh, you know." involved in this story of, of, of the mission, uh, you're not going to be able to scale that down to run it solo. I mean, that's going to be, you're going to have a minimum requirement for the number of, of uh, people that will have to be involved in the mission. And then uh, neither will you uh, be able to have, you know, everyone in your enormous organization like doing something simple like running down to the corner store and getting a cup of coffee. You know, I mean, it's like it's 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 just not going to. It has to be sort of makes sense, and the way that they're going to that they'll scale will make sense too. So, uh, and then Mandulus asked if I have multiple packages and use my extra can, and use my extra NPCs as crew, do I still have to pay them? <laughs> and uh, what Chris said is, yeah, you, you got to pay them, um, but that uh, those though they are your NPCs. Um, they're still you're still using them like crew, so they're still a character separate from the the main character that you're playing. So, um, it's uh, it's not like you know family working in a restaurant where it's like you know yeah sure everyone in the kitchen's getting paid. So, what's <laughs> me- the
0: advantage of not just going out and hiring an NPC?
1: Well, you're paying yourself. Um.
2: So yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's your NPC, yeah, you're really kind of paying yourself in the long run, aren't you?
0: What? Wait. Okay. So you <laughs> so you have to pay. You have to pay the NPC, but it's going into your other account, and you could technically log into that account and transfer the money back to your main account.
1: Right. Right.
2: Well, yeah. This is this is one of those kind of gray areas because. You have If you have a, multiple ship packages, you're able to have... Let's say you have three ship packages. We, we know. We've, we've all talked about this. And you have your main character, and you have two that you can treat as NPCs. Um, the rate of pay, I understand, for NPCs that you own is less than if you were to hire somebody. You know, to okay. hire an NPC off the street.
0: So that makes me think that you can't use the money that you're paying the NPC I think that, it yeah, seems I, like if it if you're paying it, if you're using it as an NPC, then it's you wouldn't not, have access. Yeah, and it's not really your character anymore. It's it's converted into like a different state.
1: Right, yeah. but but then you just log in as that other character and you have the money. But can you?
0: I don't think you can. That doesn't make any yeah. sense.
1: Well. Well, no, you can because, like, say you have two characters, and you hire one. You're playing uh, character A. You hire character B to um, be your second pilot in your Super Hornet or your second uh, gunner in the Super Hornet. Yeah. You go off. You you do a couple of missions. You pay them. Um, Normally, your your second NPC lives in a different hangar in a different star system. You log into that character, and he's back home in his hangar, and he's got that money that he earned by flying. Uh, as co-pilot that that NPC is actually supposed to be traveling around with you well you you can set it to do that but you can also have it be somewhere else doing something else then he wouldn't be on your crew right
2: so you wouldn't be paying him anything if he's not on your crew but if he is on your crew you'd be paying him. so what's to stop you from if and I, I I see where both of you guys are coming from. It makes sense one way or the other. Either you can log into your your other NPC and control it like you could any other character, in which case it doesn't matter. You're paying yourself because at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, you can mail yourself the credits or, you know, Chewie, Han needs a new weapon. Give me your money. Nobody's going to (laughs) complain about it. Right. You know, but the other side of that coin is potentially you create your character... Your other character slots are created as NPCs. Like John's saying, you don't really have access to them other than you can... Well, yeah, if other players can smith into them, why can't you smith into them?
1: Yeah, no, you can It's just like having multiple players in WoW or multiple players in Guild Wars. Yeah, you you can log in and play the other one. The only difference here is that while you're in one, the other one can tag along as... uh, as your sidekick. Then, really, if that's the case, why bother p- paying for or hiring an outside
2: NPC? Why not just you know, buy one at the store, uh, at the VD store, or
1: own multiple ship packages? Um, well, I mean, because you also want to play with your friends, too. I mean, I suppose... Um, and we don't know. There may be a cap on how many NPCs or how many character slots you can have. So... Uh, you know, I guess in theory you could and they've said before, in theory you could pilot or crew a javelin with NPCs but you probably wouldn't want to do that because uh, you're going to have real live characters uh, right. do a much better job I think, and correct me if I'm wrong but I think that the initial
2: design concept is something to the effect of let's say you have a uh, five person ship, let's just say you have uh, a constellation uh, and it's you and you've got four, four other packages so you have four NPCs so you fly around with your NPCs doing your own thing when none of your friends are online when, mm-hmm. your, friend, when your friends are online either you pick them up and they travel with you or they smith into your char, into your characters like if you're flying solo and pirates you know pop up out of nowhere then you could call up a buddy and go hey dude I need to smith in as a gunner I'm about to get you know aborted uh huh. I'm thinking that that's kind of the way that's supposed to work, right? And then this way, there's no magic, aside from the magic elevator, which I think is just um, just an alpha thing. Um, yeah. There's no real magic elevator. There's no real magic transportation. And I think that was why they did the NPC thing in the first place.
1: Well, my understanding is is that you will also, if I hire NPCs, like I only have one package and I hire some NPCs, then you log in, uh, you will be able to. Uh, come to my ship and take the place of one of my NPCs. Right, and then you you will take over and get paid for whatever it was that I, I get to fire my NPCs out in the middle of space. <laughs> That's right. Just drop them uh, off on
2: some hole in the wall planet, you know, some backwater planet. Tell them good luck. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> See you in a couple yeah. of years. Have fun working your way back.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Um, so yeah, does does. Um, so apparently we're we have a little confusion still, because um, I'm not now listening to John's uh, uh, interpretation. I'm not entirely sure anymore. So yeah,
2: it's there's definitely a lot of gray matter and um, like it's funny because they've been pretty transparent about how NPCs are going to work, but there's still a lot of questions that keep popping up. And I think um, this paying yourself question is a legitimate question because if mm-hmm. if that's the case, then really if you have multiple packages. Really, no reason to hire NPCs.
0: Well, it's so like, con- it's kind of confusing because, like, how many other games have NPCs uh, that you can tell them specifically what to do? Right. It's right. it's rare. Like even in Skyrim, when you have a follower, it's it's very limited what you can tell them to do. It's like stand right. here or follow me, and that's pretty much it. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, do you suppose that we might get one of these design docs uh, having to do
0: with NPCs at some point? I hope so, because yeah. the NPCs are supposed to be pretty deep, or at least yeah. a,
2: at least AI. I think um, you can you can see a little bit of that. I think it was um, around the verse where they were talking a little bit about about AI and um, how they were trying to make like smart objects so that AI interacted with different things differently at different times. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that that is all geared towards um, NPCs, uh, player NPCs as much as, as it is um, Persistent Universe NPCs.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, boy. Man. <laughs> I'm tired. My head
3: hurts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, um, the reason I, I selected this question, because I, I think uh, dara had asked um, a qu- the question on Twitter, saying, you know... What can I do with my extra, my extra package uh, characters? And so I think we've uh, gone long way around the barn in figuring out. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's exactly what happened. So this is all Darason's fault. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Well, um, and then uh, this week we also had Around the Verse, Episode Thirty Two. And uh, we got another one of those Empire reports, uh, another sort of a tease, and I'm not really sure where they're going with this thing, if it's going to be like a regular feature, if it's going to spin off into its own show, if it's going to be kind of like... Um, I never saw any of the Next Great Starship competition shows, but I, I think that that was supposed to be kind of like a reality show kind of thing. Um, so it occurred to me, uh, are they trying to spin this off and create kind of like a an e-entertainment type thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I don't know, but uh, we'll sort of uh, we'll see what becomes of it. Uh, we did learn from from Ben Lesnick that a malformed protobuf caused the community versus dev's dogfighting event to crash last week. Oh I'm naming, I'm
2: naming one of my ships a malformed
1: protobuf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming my next child that <laughs> um. Uh, and they were going to try again today. And, um, I don't, I didn't see anything on the website about it. I did see a, a post from Sandy Gartner on her Facebook, which, uh, said it made it seem like she was having difficulty logging in. So, do you, either you guys know? Did did it come off today? Because they were doing it at one o'clock this afternoon, which I for think
0: they tweeted it us, out yeah. on, uh, the RSI Twitter. Oh, did they? Um, yeah, let's try this again, shall we? Come battle devs. Um, yeah, I I didn't have a chance to jump in there and see if it it uh, it was working the, this time. Yeah, it's like one o'clock on a Monday. That's not good. No. <laughs> well, yeah. if you're in Europe, it's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see. They also said that the FPS Battle Arena will be playable for fans at PAX. So um, maybe maybe if you buy a ticket, not only will you help solve the puzzle, but you'll also get to play some uh, Battle Arena. So. Ooh. Win-win. That'll be a cool sneak peek. It's, it's got to be so close to ready right now. Yeah, yeah, hoping. Yeah. Uh, in the Santa Monica report this week, you remember last week they started doing this thing where they were giving, doing little reports from all of the different studios, uh, or, or at least some of the different studios. Uh, they reported from Santa Monica this week that the entire Constellation series is getting some extra awesomeness added. Awesome. So, yeah, wow as yeah.
2: as epic as possible, I think was the quote. And oh yeah. There's a lot of ex, there's a lot of excitement over in this universe about that.
1: <laughs> in the universe of Jimmy.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um
2: I, I I like the ship. They're not gonna they're not gonna radically redesign the ship. I love I love that ship. I really do believe that everything that they're gonna do to it going forward is just gonna make it that much
1: better.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I forgot to mention, um, at the end of uh, 10 for the Chairman, Chris did say that, um, he did reiterate that the FPS module is going to be happening by the end of March, and that there's also going to be a big reveal at PAX East, which is the first week of March. So Hmm. that that will be, uh, speaking of staying tuned... And uh, that also there are, are going to be other changes uh, that are going to make us happy in Arena Commander, which will come at the end of March also. So I don't know uh, if that means the REC or what that means, but um, I think... It'll that's...
0: make some people happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And exactly. other people's heads explode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then Mr., Mr. Calix with the hat is going to have to do some more splaining. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> that, poor, that poor dude. I totally made it. it totally felt like he was like, all right, get up here and explain me your actions.
1: That's right. Well, <laughs> well, I, 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 I. <laughs> All right. And speaking of which, um, well, actually, before we get to that, uh, from Ilphonic, we got a report that there's going to be a grapple beam gun, which will be used to get around inside the FPS battle arena. So that's kind of cool. It's, it's, and the way they described it, it's like that you can shoot at a wall and it will pull you towards the wall, or you can. Aim it at the wall that you're next to, and shoot it, and it'll push you away from that wall. So, is it an, be...
0: so? It's an energy weapon, uh,
1: apparently. But I, it was or not a weapon. They, but yeah, it, it didn't seem like. Um, although, if you think, if you ever played uh, Bioshock Infinite, there was the this hook thing that you used to use to travel around the city in the clouds on their system of cables. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you could also um, like push it into a guy's face and make him go, ah! <laughs> you know? So I don't know. They they didn't say anything about being able to use it as a weapon, but um, apparently we're going to need one to be able to get around. So, Well, I gun. was
0: just wondering if it was like a grappling gun like with a cable or if it's just like a tractor beam or something.
2: I think it's a well, tractor beam. Okay. I mean, that's the impression I got. I could yeah. be wrong, but the impression I got was that it's some sort of energy-based weapon um, that allows you to... to Treat it like, it, like, physically speaking, um, or physicsly speaking, it's um, like a grappling hook. But we're 900 years in the future, so I th- believe that it's going to be uh, an energy based weapon that acts like that.
0: Okay. Mm.
2: Okay. Or device, not weapon.
1: It's going to be like a Leatherman knife.
2: Yeah. There you go.
1: All right. And then, so Travis and Calyx then discussed uh, the REC situation. And uh, uh, Jimmy, I think you uh, emailed me earlier, said you had some thoughts about that.
2: Uh, Well, you know, it's, yeah, it's funny to to kind of see them come up and, and talk about it. And it seems like he's almost like, it seems more like it's like we need to do a better job of explaining it. Uh, was was really genuinely all kidding aside what I got out of that and you know a couple of things that caught my attention were that they're trying to build a system that is uh, future proof which means that you know it's gonna start out small it's gonna change it's gonna grow it's gonna evolve over time and it's something that's sticking with the game throughout the entire life of the game so kind of like what we had talked about last week where we had said this is the first iteration it is it's the first iteration Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so and then the other thing that we I don't think we weren't really 100% sure on was the 7-day um base duration of the rental. Mhm. And um did you guys get any clarity
1: out of the uh out of the Travis and Calex talk about that? Oh, I didn't feel confused ahead of time about that. I just thought that it was going to be 7
0: in-game days. So it's um, not. It's real no. it's real life days.
2: But the way that it works is, every time you log in, it's con- that rental is considered. It's considered a one-day rental. So, for example, you play uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You don't play um, Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Saturday, Sunday. So you only play three days out of that seven-day week. Oh, okay. And you're only being dinged for three days. Okay. So it's still a 7-day rental, but it's based on every time you log in, that's considered 1 24-hour rental cycle. Oh,
1: okay. But but if I log in 3 times in one day, that's still just one day. Correct. Okay. Well, you know, my kind of I've sort of heard this stuff going on in the background or sort of paid attention to it, you know, like as a background thing, and my interpretation of it is kind of like the LTI um, argument or controversy is like it's just not going to be that big a deal. Yeah. it's going. It's like I'm going to rent this thing because I want to check it out. Tell me when I have to give it back. That's fine. If the price is too much, then I won't rent it. Then they'll drop the price. You mm-hmm. know. So it's it. I the, the the folks that are are all up in arms like you know this is you know they're ripping us off and it's like it's like dude you know please.
2: I will say um, th- there is, you know, listening to some other podcasts, digging a little bit deeper, there is one complaint that I do think is, is, um, is something that they should consider, and that is not allowing people to earn uh, REC in Vandal Swarm, even if it's at a lower rate. Um, I mean, I do, I think I agree with a lot of people out there that, that think that they should at least allow that option for people that aren't always going to be um, doing player versus player combat.
1: Yes, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I heard they talked about that on Star Signal, um, and I think they mentioned it also on Guard Frequency too. And uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I don't get what the point of that is. Um, now, did Travis and Calix, when they were discussing uh, this in Rever- around the verse did they mention why not in Vandal Swarm? No, I don't think that they did. Um, which leads okay. me to believe that they're either considering
2: it or, or you know, they're they're looking at, at options to see about. Maybe implementing it. And I will say, just generally speaking, I love how um, the development staff uh, is so inviting and always positive, even though it's got to be really hard sometimes.
0: Yeah, um,
1: yeah.
2: About about developing with the community. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the you you'll see you, you can tell when the community is is up in arms because you'll see Chris will usually say something, the devs will usually, especially now come out with additional posts or additional content explaining their actions, but they don't have to do that. And the fact that they do do that, the fact that they do listen to people, the fact that they do take all of that in and, and at times modify and mold and always stay positive about it is just very cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's I kind of wonder because the way they presented that, that it's going to be available or the REC program is going to be active in these particular games Led me to believe that there must be some reason why it's focusing on p v p and it's not um not p v e it seems I my mean, point being is I think that there must be a reason why they chose to do it that way, and I wish that they would tell us what that is not because I feel like we're owed the information uh but just because I'm curious is why why what's the reason for that?
0: yeah, it might just be that um the REC really is just so they can um, do some better balancing so more people can get access to weapons that they want to uh, test mm-hmm. um, and it's just the balancing is just so much different in PVE uh, so they yeah, want right. to focus on the PVP stuff
1: right yeah that makes sense that makes sense because they want to know how it's going to work against for you know um, intelligences of equal um, ability, you yeah, because, or at least of, of the same class. You no, know, yeah, that's that's yeah, makes we'll, sense. Let's let's go with that, John. Thank you for, <laughs> thank yeah. you for clearing that up. Yeah. Yeah, Personally,
0: that I me. am really excited for REC. It's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna add something to the game that's gonna make me want to come back and uh, you know play more to try to uh, get new weapons so that I can try them out. Uh, new ships. Um, obviously, it's gonna allow me to try stuff that I've that i don't have in my hanger mm-hmm. um
1: well and what about like stuff that you have in your hanger now that you got because you thought that would be the only way to ever try it out now yeah. if you're gonna get a chance to rent it like maybe you don't need to hold on to some of that stuff yeah
0: because like right now i really want a super hornet but there's no way to get one mm-hmm. um so now i will be able to try one through rec
2: yeah. They, they just rain down fire upon anything they lock onto. I know. God, mm. it's just
1: insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so, all right. And then we got uh, my favorite thing of the whole week uh, Sandy's flight school. And Yay. long, awkward
2: pause. <laughs> 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 um, uh, no, I, you know what? It's. I think it's cool for a couple of reasons. Um, I, I like it because it does show people um, some basic skill sets or some basic questions that they might need to have answered. But the flip side of that is that people that are watching Reverse to are usually pretty far into the game.
3: Yeah.
2: Like Sandy's Flight School, in my opinion, might be a cool thing to do as a little, like, um, for lack of a better term, like a YouTube video.
0: Yeah, like, like a, a separate short, video.
2: Yeah, like a short standalone segment because I think it's it's cool to watch Sandy learning um, how to play the game, and then it's also cool to to allow people that might not have the time to really dig into it to be able to watch some quick you know how to videos. Yeah, um, but yeah. I, I don't think it should be in around the verse. It should be a standalone piece.
1: Well, I. All of that is fine, but the reason I like it was, I mean, she was like battling a dinosaur pinata with a lightsaber. <laughs> and somebody somebody sitting there in the room said, a true pilot can feel the hotas flowing through them. <laughs> that, my friends, is why I back this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I shot milk out my nose when I saw that. <laughs> All right, and then we got um i don't i don't mean to uh, to be like I know that uh in the previous episodes there's always one little at least one little tip or trick um that um, I catch from watching those that is you know it's like the the videos that John was talking about from hopping mad media you know there's there's usually always something that somebody does that you know adds value and it's like you know why not what what else are you going to be watching mm-hmm. All right, and then at the end of the show, we got the art sneak peek for this week, and this time it, um, Gold Horizon Station, I believe. Um, it's at forty-three minutes and thirty-eight seconds. If you want to go check it out, but it seemed like um, just more of the same uh, uh, underground station that I, I think uh, is it on on Nix. Is that where the um, where that place is? But anyway, it's just more uh, uh, landing zone uh, uh, scenery type stuff. And then when we reversed the verse a couple of days later, uh, episode 35, we've, we learned that big ships like the Idris are going to be available in AC. So um, save up your REC because I'm guessing renting an Idris is not going to be cheap. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine it might take a while to, to earn the wreck to, to rent that. Well, I'm thinking that's, gonna, that's going to be an, an org activity is, yeah. you know, pulling your wreck to, to rent the Idris. And then um, I'm hoping we're going to get to play other orgs in, uh, in there, you know, with our rented Idris. Um, I'm sure we will. I'm sure it'll be. Um, they are going to buff, not nerf, uh, the Redeemer, and it's going to be flyable in Arena Commander. Um, in Arena Commander 1.1, we will have one or two new flyable ships. Now, I know Yellowstag is hoping for the Gladius, and I'm hoping for the Gladiator, um, because that is the, uh, the, the the ship sitting in my hangar that I want so bad to fly. It is, um, it's, it's just awesome. Um, the, uh, wait, the, how, the Gladiator, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: How yeah. are they buffing a ship that's not in Arena Commander yet?
1: Well, I think uh, relative to stats, probably.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I mean, I think that probably um, uh, it seems like that was sort of following up on a previous conversation where somebody was saying, "Oh, we may have to balance that um, down," but then people uh-huh. said, "No, no, no," and so they, "Okay, well, we'll balance it up then." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, The retaliator is also very close to uh, being ready. And I hope that means that it's going to be in the hangar because I've got that big, huge area that I keep sweeping every day, um, waiting for the retaliator to show up. And uh, (laughs) boy, are my arms tired. And uh, so hoping to see that in Arena Commander 1.1. And uh, we are going to get old in game, guys. You know, um, I. I personally didn't need Ben to tell me that. My, uh, my lower back reminds me that of every time I get out of bed. So. <laughs> but uh, uh, apparently, our characters, um, our meat space characters, and our cyberspace characters are all going to get old in this game. And then finally, the mining spider drone will be in Squadron 42. Now, I know, John, this has been a particular favorite of yours uh, for a while now. I've got a little picture of it there.
0: Yeah, that thing is pretty cool. Yeah, so
1: we're going to get play with one of those in Squadron 42, or at least it'll have some part in the story there. Um, and then, speaking of updates, we did get Arena Commander 1.0.3 this week, and um, how are you guys finding it? I
2: haven't, um, I haven't had
1: the reversed
2: helmet bug. Um, I did get kicked out of AC once when we were playing last night, um, I haven't been in enough to notice it, much of a difference, and I didn't have a chance to read the patch notes, so I don't know. It was a small patch, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was just balances and and fixes is uh, all that was supposed to be. But um, my experience has been that more stuff doesn't work uh, than before. So, and I, or I, I I shouldn't say more stuff in general, but just my ships that I'm having more challenges with my ships than I was a couple weeks ago. So.
0: Yeah, yesterday I got kicked out of a match, and um, another time my client uh, froze up. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think I got the backwards helmet thing yesterday at all, um, but my Mustang weapon grouping is still all grouped onto the same fire group, which is really irritating. I have to change it after every respawn, so I hope they fix that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, and also the loadouts, too, that you have to, re, if you're going to change your loadout around, you have to do that every time Yeah. you log in. But but that I don't think that was something that was supposed to be um, fixed in this patch. I think it was, um, uh, it's, and, like, I, I didn't read the patch notes either, but I just noticed that, like, I can't, um, I had been able to, uh, swap weapons on my 350R, and uh, now I can take them off. But then once I take them off, they won't, it won't accept anything else, even the weapons I took off. So, hmm. um, yeah, it's that's it, a bit of a problem. So, that's absolutely anyway. a bit of a problem, yeah. <laughs> so um, I did what uh, I'm, I'm going to begin doing, what Jimmy said. I think I'm going to write a, a shell script to just go ahead and delete my uh, user folder every time I launch Star Citizen just so I can start kind of... <laughs> fresh
2: we well, shouldn't you shouldn't have to do that every time um, I, and also by the way I know you said you had lock issues uh, yes last night too right
1: lock issues
2: well, yeah with the targeting
1: oh that you know what that cleared up after our, after I did the reinstall so I got okay. the, it was that was prior to that but that was still uh, 1.03 okay Um Yeah, there was in my M50. I was not able to. My targeting computer was not working at all, and I also, I think it was in another ship. um, I was having the, wasn't my. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, that got better. Um, The the main complaint I have now is the uh, inability to swap weapons on my 350, which is kind of the ship I want to play the most, of course. Right. um, That's how that works. Um, so. Um anyway, I mean, but you know it's it's pre alpha and you know it's growing pain, so yeah know, we we uh you know jumping ahead a little bit we we had a lot of fun last night anyway, so uh I'm, yeah, absolutely I'm not complaining um and so then probably the big news this week um and certainly the most exciting the thing that had me uh oh wait, uh, wait a
0: second, I think you're okay. You're skipping something I, that I just wanted to mention quickly. The oh. Inside CIG, the Imaginarium.
1: Oh, yes, I did. I'm sorry. I went right over that.
0: Um, first of all, it's really cool seeing uh, motion cap capture stuff. Mm-hmm. I love seeing that. Um, but one thing that they said in that video was that their uh, preview is like real-time rendered in Game Engine which is which is awesome, so like as the actors are moving around, they can watch on their monitor uh the character moving in game, oh wow, yeah, wow, that's so, pretty cool, yeah, you know that I bet you at some point
1: that's going to become like a live theater thing where you will go you will go see performers in the mocap gear acting on a stage, and you'll see them in that gear, but then there will be screens that will show them. Uh, in, you know, different costumes and they would be able to, you know, alter those costumes dynamically to add effect and, you know, it seems seems like a very cool technology.
2: Yeah. Be, be an easy uh, wardrobe change for,
1: you know, the Lady Gagas of the world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that the movie that Anthony Hopkins did? They did all the mocap. cap um, uh, Grendel? Was, that, was it that one? Yeah. Um, uh, Crispin Glover played Grendel, and uh, Angelina Jolie played who was Grendel's mother? Oh, it was is...
2: it was Beowulf, wasn't it?
1: Right, right, yeah. But it, but this was the story of Grendel, I thought. Mm. Or, or or was it or was it Beowulf? No, I think it was Beowulf. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of the book Grendel. Okay, well, anyway, um, yeah, but I remember them them doing that and showing. Them doing the acting, you know, it was like watching Richard Burton do um, uh, Shakespeare, do King Lear without costumes or a set. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's just, you know, whoa. Um, okay. So, did you have anything else about the Imaginarium? I'm sorry, I skipped over that. No. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. I. It's, well, that's Andy Circus's um, company, and yeah, they had um, they were showing guys uh, running around uh, with those suits on. You know. Holding the guns up, and then they would show it how it was being rendered by the computer. It's very, yeah, it's very exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then, then on Friday, and I know John and I were both staring at the screen at the same time. Um, they released the Orion mining platform, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was there was a tense few moments there. Uh, uh, John, uh, John, tell us, tell us
0: what you were feeling. Well, it's oh my god. Okay, so it's a love hate relationship with this reveal because I'm like I'm so excited for it to come out, but I know that it's too expensive. So it's like I don't want to look at it because I know I can't afford one, uh-huh. but I do want to look at it because it's so cool.
2: <laughs> Wait, so you haven't you haven't looked at the ship
0: specs yet? No, I have. Okay. I have. I couldn't resist that. <laughs> okay, I was going to say um one thing that I got kind of irritated at is the animation on RSI doesn't play long enough and there's like text over the front of it and I just want to watch that animation like endlessly.
1: <laughs> I know, it's so cool. <laughs> it's like spinning around. It's awesome. It's so awesome.
0: Okay, so okay, I have something to announce though. I have a anonymous benefactor. Uh oh, that has bought me an Orion. Oh, oh no! Nice. No!
1: <laughs> oh!
0: Omg! <laughs> so you so you didn't
2: have to meld anything. No. Wow!
1: Very nice.
0: So our org now has three Orions.
1: Oh my god! Oh wow! That is so cool. And so this person, <laughs> this person wants to rena- remain anonymous. Yes. Okay. Is this an in-game person? Can we ask that?
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. That's all I will say.
1: All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. We don't want to. Yeah, I mean, because because that is that is just awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh.
2: Absolutely amazing. I. Getting back to the ship. Um. Could they have designed this to look any more functional? I mean, it, it looks... I, I, the design looks like it would
1: work.
0: Well, the only question I have is why do the containers spin?
1: So... Uh, I have a theory. Gravity. Well, no, no. artifact.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, it's, I, my theory is you pull everything in through the front, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It goes through the processing plant in the center. right. And then it loads into the individual cargo containers. Now, you're going to need one for platinum. You're going to need one for gold. You're going to need one for diamonds. You're going to need one for elysium. You're going to need one oh, for Oh, so it's for potassium. easy access. Right. So as you're filling up each one of those cargo bays, I'm, again, guessing. But you're going to want to rotate down to the appropriate bay to put the uh, to load, whatever that cargo is, into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So my other question about that is, why in the animation are they spinning like separately like is there like a rock tumbler in there or something well
1: no that the hamster in the middle is going the other way oh okay yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you can't control like which bin you want to access you just have to like time it i don't know yeah uh... I don't know. I mean, and if, and
1: if we're going to suppose that those uh, containers are where the cargo comes out, then are you going to be able to stop that thing so that you can hook your ship up to it? Or is it going to be kind of like, you know... I the, assume America you can around. stop it.
0: I, okay. I think it's just turning for, like, an effect, which is cool. Like, yeah. I want to fly through space while those are spinning. Like, that's awesome.
1: Well, it, it will also create gravity. You can create gravity that way. Um, by really? spinning yeah like uh, in a uh, oh what was the movie In interstellar you know the the dyson sphere is that what they call those things yeah, 2001 is basically the same thing too yeah that then when you you and you have to have I believe you have to have them going in opposite directions too um, that creates uh, artificial gravity um, oh or, uh, I way way above my expertise level but um I believe it has something to do with that. That may not be the reason why this is doing that, but
2: could could very well be a rock polisher, um, like you mentioned earlier.
1: Yeah, that could so, be part of the, of the of the refinement process. Yeah, yeah.
2: The the uh, you know what's interesting is they keep talking about making all the ships modular. Um, if you look at the Carrick, you could see that it's got what looks like four containers in the in the belly of the ship that are that can be you can switch out modules you can use them for for storing cargo you can use them as like a med bay or whatever different types of bays you want to use it's like a tease for i think the way that they're planning on doing the modular system those look an awful lot like those could be modules in a modular ship system Mm -hmm. so i would potentially i would say you would take like your connie or ship that would be big enough to take that particular module and they would fly out and I guess dock with that module and take it off of the rack and transport the cargo to where it needs to go.
0: Okay, and the Connie could even be bringing, you know, an empty one to switch it out.
2: Right. Mm.
1: Cool. Um, If you look down at the specs, it holds 16,888 freight units. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. It is is it it is a lot. Especially like if you look at the Starfarer. I think the Starfarer holds like 900. So it's like... Uh, let me confirm that before I go chewing on my foot again.
0: Somebody posted in uh, the forums over on Heroes Tavern uh, a YouTube channel of this guy that pulls the models from the Hollow Viewer uh-huh. And puts them into uh what do you call it? Cryengine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then he makes like his own instance of Cry Engine with this like island. Uh but he pulls those models in from the hollow viewer and it allows him to see like a full size model of the ships inside CryEngine. Um wow. so they're like grey box, but you can still you get to see a sense of like how big the ships are compared to something like the Aurora, right? Um, like in engine, and it's it's really awesome. Um, let me try to find that uh, YouTube. Okay, channel. so
1: so I brought up uh, the Caterpillar, which is also a cargo carrier, um, and it holds thirty two hundred freight units. So a full loaded Orion would take five, and then some Caterpillars to unload it. Wow, um, the whole the whole C I believe is nine thousand units. So you would still need two whole Cs to unload one full Orion. Dang. and we we have three Orion gentlemen. Wow, wow, and and we should we should definitely um kind of get back to what how this started was that John and I were staring uh I think and I think this was prior to uh, your um, uh, can we call him Mister X? Sure. <laughs> okay, this was prior prior to Mr. X making your day, uh we were watching the um uh the Twitter and we were watching the forums uh, on Heroes Tavern and uh and folks were asking John, Are you, have you done it, have you done it? Have you pulled the trigger? And John was uh John was doing his, his dance and then uh Fable Junkyard stepped up and he threw his wallet at the computer screen and said, That's it, I'm in. So uh
0: didn't so somebody th- say last night that they got one, too?
1: Yes. The third one came from, um, oh, let's see. Who was the third one? It's in the show notes. For the game last night, um, Likey Nibs. Oh. Like, well, yeah, Likey Nibs announced, he, in chat, he announced that he had just picked up a minor. <laughs> 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 it, and we and we said, do um, you want to clarify that? <laughs> and he said, no, 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 no. It's the Orion. That. So, that's good because you know I don't know how much UEC would have to point post as bail on that. But um,
0: so that anyway. YouTube video that shows like the gray box uh, ships um, is from the YouTube channel is Grayhead Gamer, uh, and oh, that was posted okay. by hacksaw. So yeah, it's oh, okay. really cool. They show. He shows um the Orion up against like the 890 jump and the Reclaimer, uh, the the Orion is like it's it's the longest ship that we've seen. Actually, I don't. Where was I going with that? (laughs) (laughs) It's It's not. Yeah, it's not as long as the Javelin or the Idris, but I think it's like the third longest so far. That's a big ship. Yeah, it's big.
1: That is a big ship. Well, that is that is awesome. Um uh thank you Mr. X um that we really appreciate uh your generosity. I mean, I think I think we just turned into a mining concern.
0: I know. <laughs> well, see the way I see it is um once we get our whole operation going, I figure we'll have a bunch of guys scouting out um uh mining locations like asteroid fields that nobody's discovered yet uh that has some cool stuff in it um mm-hmm. and then at that point we can get our orion fleet going uh and obviously we'll have we'll need security to make sure we don't get taken over by pirates so we'll need people um escorting us mm-hmm. um we'll get out there and then we'll mine all the stuff while we still have people, you know, searching for new locations, um, we mine all that stuff. Since we have the Orions, we'll be able to uh, um, break it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and, 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 and then one day, one day we find the Arkenstone and then smog burns us all down.
0: <laughs> That's not ideal never <laughs> um, well and
1: and everything that you're describing
2: lends itself to to the design document that they posted about mining you know yeah um i the thing is do we have any explorers Do we have anybody that has a carrick in the in
1: the org um I do we I thought we did does uh, oh, andre has the reclaimer um That's a good, you know, and that's something that that has occurred to me a couple of times recently. Is like, you know, we really should, uh, for the uh, forums in at Heroes Tavern, put up a uh, a chart kind of showing
0: the ships that we have. See, I've thought about doing that. The thing is, there is a a tab on the org page on RSI for Uh fleet view. I I think think I might have said this last week.
2: Yeah, you did. Uh I I think eventually it's gonna it'll. We'll have the ability to see, you know, what everyone else is flying and be able to organize accordingly, which obviously is going to have to be a critical feature. Yeah. Um, otherwise, everyone's going to be like, "What are you flying again?"
0: Yeah. So, but the just, oh, okay. One cool. thing that we're lacking in as well is uh, transportation, or um, uh, what do you call it? God, I can never remember what the purpose of my Taurus is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, for, for car- yeah.
2: For for cargo. cargo. Yeah, cargo.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah yeah I'm the well, only one with a Taurus
1: well I think uh possibly uh the next concept sail up is going to be the hull sea okay So, um, um, you know i i think I think that the org is definitely in need of a large transport ship and uh, so anyway the, that idea appeals to me um i I'm not getting the endeavor um and i've looked at the the ships in my in my hangar and especially since we have the REC now or it's going to be coming up there uh, is at least one ship in my in my hangar which i would be happy to uh be able to rent and and play in arena commander but that when it came time for the PU maybe a transport ship would be more valuable for the group so mm-hmm.
0: um well I, I i think that maybe um You know, as an org, we'll focus on mining for a while, uh, and then, you know, maybe we get tired of that, and then we can all sort of transition into something else.
1: Well, I mean, don't forget, we also have um, Andre and the Reclaimer, so um, we can we can probably do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, if we have a whole C, we can, um, you know, keep that busy going back and forth between. The Orions and the Reclaimer uh, taking stuff to market, and like I say, then all we need is, is guys with uh, with uh, some uh, uh, tough planes or tough ships to uh, to protect us, and um, um, then we and we have also I know we have enough. And I apologize, I don't remember uh, who it is. We have a Starfarer uh, that will be able to provide fuel for us uh, to uh, to fuel these huge uh, vessels. So. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's coming together pretty uh, pretty swell. Well, yeah,
0: not, so it, now it, we need to create a secondary org called those guys with tough ships. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny. It really, it really it speaks to the design. Um, like you're starting to see all the different design elements um, for the game coming into focus as you start talking, and I'm sure we're not the only org. That's doing this, where you know all the different orgs, on um, the community in general are all starting to try and figure out who's getting what ship to cover what purpose, and then what direction is that org going in for? Um, you know, generally speaking, based on the types of ships that people are getting, um, you know, and the mining document is just really all the details in the mining document just prove that fact. It just lends itself to the fact that they're really doing a good job with making um, all of the Ships and all of the people flying those ships, integral parts of each other's um, uh, each
1: other's ships. Uh, Jimmy, did you read the mining document? I did. Okay. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about what's in it?
2: Um, they start out where they talk about um, the uh, trade and development division. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it's kind of a stock exchange, if you will. Um, so you can kind of go there, and I don't know if there's going to be a Moby Glass app for it, or if you have to physically go there but it'll tell you you know the price of different um different ores and what they're trading at any given time
0: it sounds mm-hmm. like you have to physically go there because there's going to be different ones on in different systems yeah that makes um, sense and they said that the prices would be different uh, yeah. between okay. the different uh tdd's yeah
2: okay and then uh you can either choose to be a freelance miner or you can work as an agent Uh this has nothing to do with your org um freelancer is potentially more lucrative um but it's going to be based on market value uh you know your crew payout ship damage uh when you're mining all of those things come into effect or come into play when you go out as a freelancer potentially you could for lack of a better term hit gold and make a killing um or you know you could go bust and and or you could you know you could get the ore that you're looking for have a huge haul get back to market and find that it's worthless Whereas if you work as a under contract, if you work as an agent, you're going to be guaranteed a certain rate, which means that um. yeah, which means that if you hit pay dirt, um, you're going to get paid the same as if you go bust. So, you know, it's a it's a risk versus reward type of situation as to whether you go uh, freelancing or whether you work as an agent. I would guess. When you start out mining, if you've got like a small personal ship with, you know, a mining rig on it, you're probably going to want to work as an agent um, and feel out how all of that works before you start rolling the dice on freelance uh, mining.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The other downside to um, working as an agent is if you find uh, a system of asteroids or whatever that has something really rare... Uh, you have to report that back to the company. Uh, oh, okay. Because I think they're like they must be like tracking where you are or something like that. Um, so that's another reason why you might want to work on your own, just so that you can own that that space and uh, uh-huh. maybe sell it as information back to somebody else or another company or something like that. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: it's another uh, another nice aspect of of mining is that there are going to be common uh, common asteroid fields that everyone knows about Um, again I would I would say that these are probably considered starter areas Um, and then you can send explorers out uh, you know or explorers go out and as they find uh, you know as they map new wormholes into new systems they're gonna find new asteroid belts Um, they can either sell that information um, or they can let their org know hey I found this asteroid belt. Let's go check it out. Or if you're like me, I'll be looking to steal that information from someone and give it to you guys.
1: Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, it sounds it sounds like it's you know like the other uh, design docs that we've seen. It sounds like it's it's very well thought out and very uh, rich in detail. So. Um, well, yeah. What
0: what we just talked about is like just a small yeah. portion of it. Like they go yeah. into. Um, all of the different roles. So there's the pilot, scan operator, beam operator, and then the cargo operator, refining operator, and there, right. each one of them is like super deep, and there's like so much stuff going on. So, yeah, if you want to know more about mining, you should definitely read through this. I read through the whole thing, and it was like, it was really interesting. And yeah,
2: it's I I love I, I love how. They're taking something as basic, or what could potentially be as basic as mining, um, and making it, you know, interesting. Like I don't, I don't have any interest in, in buying a mining vessel. I don't really have a whole lot of interest in mining per se, but I'm more than happy to um, smith in and be a, a laser size of, uh, read the laser seismeter for you know for (laughs) one of you guys you know and make sure that i don't we don't drill too deep and set off a chain reaction that you know causes the the asteroid to break apart and damage the ship
0: yeah Uh, well the the beam operator position sounds like extremely scary to me yeah like i don't want to be that guy because he's like watching like three different screens and like shooting a laser at this giant rock in the in space like I don't know. I don't want to like blow up the entire ship if I hit the wrong material.
2: Well, and even the pilot. Like, I mean, you're saying you know you have to navigate. Like, the best ore is going to be in the middle of this asteroid field. Yeah, you've got this giant hulk of a ship that you've got to navigate through an asteroid field with minimum amounts of damage to get mm-hmm. to that ore. So it's it. All the jobs seem to have a, a certain degree of of relevance or a certain degree of importance, um, which if they're going that deep with mining, I can't even imagine what bounty hunting is going to be like, um, what the um, contraband system is going to be like, what the um, the uh, medical, the med bay, and, and all of that stuff is going to be like. It's just, it's, and it's all equipment-based, which is just incredible to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, exciting times, man. It's like, you know, you can feel like the feel like, uh, our org, uh, uh, you know, like like we've gone to college. Now we have careers.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious just to see what the next what the next career um, document will be.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very exciting. Well, we did get a letter from the chairman, and um, it was it was kind of like letters that we had received in the past, where he's just saying thank you very much and sort of recapping where we're at. Um, I think he does mention the REC, but he doesn't comment on it, on it extensively. Uh, he just says that uh, they did want the uh, they got a lot of feedback and that they did uh, want that feedback and that's because they are um, community focused and they want uh, we're helping to build the game with them so Mm -hmm. uh so i think that is pretty cool um and um, uh, kind of rounding out the uh, the official stuff, we do have uh, some sneak peeks from uh, Miss Sandy Gartner off of her Facebook page, and this should make Mister Darasan very happy happy because uh, they are interiors from her Cutlass Black, and there is just like a myriad of like really cool looking weapons and uh, and safety railings, which are very important. You want to have safety railings, and um, and then also she gave us a escape pod, which um actually looks more like an air conditioning unit than a something <laughs> you something you'd, you'd want to get inside of so um not really sure what's what's going on with that, but I always do uh, look forward to seeing the stuff that comes from uh from uh sandy so it all... looks
0: kind of like a weapon chest from borderlands oh. it
1: does yeah, good pull
2: yeah so all yeah, of them does. all of the ships all the older ships are getting a pass to to fall in line with the modular system is what it seems like, Um, because this looks different, this black looks different than um, what's currently in-game.
1: Well, I think that the the Cutlass was um, one of the ones that, from the very beginning, that's what sort of spawned the whole Cutlass Gate thing, Mm -hmm. is that it was, I think, one of the first ones that this modularity program was going to be applied to. Um, you know, along with the the Redeemer, I believe the Retaliator, and I would have to go back and look. I don't remember, but there were um, several others. Like I think the Caterpillar is also one that uh, the modularity is going to allow for a high level of customization. Right. But yeah, definitely the Cutlass. Um, and so uh, let's. We've been. Uh, already brushing or uh, speaking about it a little bit, but let's talk about um, um, our org, and uh, we've got a bunch of new members this week, and we want to recognize them real quick. Uh, we're now sitting at 38 members. Amazing. we got our 38th member today. Yeah. Um, Baruch Spinoza joined us. Uh, his his application was epic. That's that's all I can really say about <laughs> it. He, he managed to work C.S. Lewis and Sun Tzu into the same paragraph. Not just the same application, <laughs> the same paragraph. Um, was he, and, real,
2: real quick, was he the, um, I forget his name, sorry, um, who logged in to Mumble last night and was asking if we roleplay? Was that him?
0: I don't um, think that was him.
1: I don't think that was him. Okay.
2: Um, oh, that was Ace, a...
0: wasn't it? Wasn't Ace the one asking that?
1: I think you might be right, John. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was, was it Ace? Ace. Okay. I think it was Ace. Yeah, yeah. and
0: I referred to this, to... To Spinoza, um, mm-hmm. as the one that had like a really cool app, uh, um, yeah. Talking about his uh, role-playing character,
1: gotcha. okay, and well, and he's got a phoenix too, so um, you know, and he's willing to travel, which makes sense. Um, <laughs> uh, also, Hardpoint joined us. Uh, he was brought in by Fabled Junkyard, and he came out and played with us last night. Um, yeah, he's he's looking forward to internet spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Holy Moly joined uh, he uh, he loves the show and has a Mustang camper as he calls it and he's looking forward to playing with us um, First Verse Problems joined I think either this morning or yesterday and uh, his application was one sentence it said hook a fellow guy with a ship up <laughs> so, so First Verse you are hooked up uh, and then just moments before the show we began recording uh, Draconis joined us and uh, so we want to welcome him uh, it's great to have you on board. He's a longtime gamer, has uh, been very active in uh, guild or um, uh, player organizations within games, so uh, he's looking forward to, uh, to uh, meeting us in game and uh, and playing yeah. with us. So it's great to have people like that join you. Um, on the Heroes Tavern, we got some new members. We've got Hacksaw, he joined us. Uh, Holy One, who I believe is also the same as the Holy Moly. Uh, he uh, Anyway, his avatar uh, is uh, Sam the Eagle. Uh, so another Muppet. Second Muppet on board. Woo! Solidarity, <laughs> nice. brother. Yeah. Um, Hardpoint joined us, and then Rurak, uh also joined us at Heroes Tavern. I think he's been a member of the org for a little while now. But he's, Yeah.
0: He... Rurok was in the Twitch chat last night, um, and uh-huh. I didn't recognize his name. Uh, so I was talking to him for a while uh, through the chat, um, and then I said... Do you have a do you have an org yet? You should join us. And then he said something like I'm in your org, you doofus. <laughs> <laughs> uh so that was kind of embarrassing, but uh but yeah, speaking of um the Twitch, uh you guys can go follow us at twitch T V slash versecast. Um I did our we did our first stream uh yesterday during our uh our meetup in Arena Commander. Um and it was it was cool we got a few followers um mm-hmm. think it, okay so we got sergeant ghost uh slayer legacy chill scope notorious big and uh old uh tobler one um who is also a, a member of uh the org um and i think it was slayer legacy that was uh asking some questions about the game um he was wondering uh if it was free to play and stuff like that. So I explained a bunch of stuff to him. Um and during the stream he actually went and picked up a Mustang. Uh That's awesome. So yeah, hopefully uh he'll join us in um in the org and uh be able to play with us in game.
1: Cool. Excellent. Excellent.
0: Yeah, so um uh we're
1: planning to stream our regular Sunday evening meetups uh, on a go forward basis, right, John? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So so come be an internet star with us. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, and then uh, in the forums, we've had an awful lot of activity. Um, just real briefly here, uh, Razie started a thread to do with uh, pooling the potential of us uh, or the possibility of us pooling our assets and buying an org ship. And uh, um, so there was some interesting conversation back and forth about that. I, I think we all like the idea. How you want to make that happen, you know, probably take some planning. Um Spaz's post your ships thread has taken off really nicely. Um we've got some guys with some serious ships out there. Um I still got to find my way
0: into that uh into that thread. I haven't had a chance to get over there yet. The forums uh, are going kind of crazy. Like we are these threads are getting a ton of views. The f- uh the fleet bread f- thread has gotten 1200 views. Yeah. Um and yeah. then uh Darison said uh just posted a quick uh, thread about uh, saying that we had a good time last night um, mm-hmm. at the meetup and that one already yeah. has 750 views so it's it's, it's great I don't it's even great. know who's who's looking at all this stuff but it's great
1: <laughs> well I, lo- I look at them a lot you see I, I click in I, and, and then I read a word and then I click out and then I click back in and I read a word <laughs> um Like so, like I said, we. uh, uh, I think that uh, in that one thread, uh, Toblerone or Tobler One, uh, he sort of (laughs) he wins the award uh, uh, for uh, his hangar. He has three Super Hornets, so that's crazy. I don't know how. I don't know how that happens to a person, but you know, I'm just color me jelly.
2: Is Um, now is his long term plan to buy a frigate so that he can put the three of them on board?
0: I think his I his long-term plan is to upgrade them to bigger ships. Okay. Mm. All right. That's what that's what he told me.
1: Mm. Um and uh, of course and then Yellowstag uh, of course has one ship and he only needs <laughs> one of ship. Course. That's not surprising <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, I think I thought that I think it's interesting that he the one ship he has selected is the Gladius. Um, I wonder how how that is. Well, I mean he's going to rule and I mean he could he could fly an Aurora without any weapons on it and still win, uh, but you know it'll be interesting to see uh, the transition from his 300i to the Gladius how that works for him.
2: He's um, It's funny we we talk about him on every podcast. People out there have got to be like I, I've got to you know fly with this guy and, and figure out his secrets because I know every time that we play with him I'm that's exactly what I'm thinking because um, yeah. Jalsteg really is just he's just an exceptional pilot. I mean the dude's good. Um, I, you know, if he's listening right now, YellowStag, Stag, I'm quietly and, and slowly working my way up to figuring out how to hang, how to Shanghai you, to, so you can be the
1: pilot on my Merlin when I'm out and about in my constellation. <laughs> excellent, excellent, Well, you see that. There you go, guys. We got all the mining ships. Um, you know, maybe um, I can pick up a hull sea. We have YellowStag Stag security handled. Yeah. He just he just he just goes everywhere all at once and kills anyone that messes with us. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, is, it's it is is 300i. <laughs>
0: yeah, like I thought my Mustang was supposed to be like super like light and nimble, but he's just he's literally flying circles around me. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing.
2: Now he's yeah. definitely a good pilot. And you know, it's funny um doing the the Sunday meetup um like for me anyway. Um, Really, it's just uh, just an eye-opener. I'm getting better and better as a pilot um, every week that we do it, you know, it's just, you you know, like the first time that we did it, I had a hard time because people were basically hiding behind meteors, which is a great technique, you know, they were running behind meteors or um, basically moving at the last minute and a lot of times I was hitting the meteors. Last couple of times I've been able to navigate uh, the asteroid fields much better. Um, now I'm starting to try and figure out different ways to counter um, people that are, uh, you know, just charging head on at you um, that are jousting, um, trying to figure out ways around that whole jousting thing, especially with chips that are faster than you. Um, so the Sunday meetup is just so much fun for for what little is in the game. There's already so much to do, which is amazing.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's and we're just going to be that much better when more content gets added. Mm-hmm. Well, when and when the PU goes live, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to be no scrub. No, I gotta be able to own my own, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's right. We're we're gonna we're gonna own like what's what's bigger than a galaxy, um, like a universe. Yeah, the entire universe.
3: Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> it's important to share. You know, yeah,
2: maybe maybe, yeah. maybe just an asteroid, you know, base <laughs> would be nice.
1: Yeah, a couple. A couple, galaxies, I mean. now when, a couple
2: galaxies. Now when the first yeah. person shooter comes out, and we're all going to be leaning on uh, on you, John, uh, to uh, to get us tightened up so that we're a a, a smooth, lean, mean killing machine.
0: Oh God, I've uh, you guys have built me up too much. Like <laughs> it's like everyone is leaning on me to be the the front runner for FPS. You're the FPS master. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, no pressure man. Yeah, no no. <laughs> All right. All right. So back to the forms, we also have a couple of new threads on the uh the Orion. In there you will see the um the whole uh um uh, tale being told as uh as we worked our way up to Fable Junkyard pulling the trigger and throwing his wallet. Um there's also um Um, the the videos there that show off the that I think John was mentioning uh, that show off from Hacksaw that show off the size of the Orion it's like it shows the Orion next to a um, I think to a Aurora so it's just it's just amazing and then also speaking of Hacksaw he started a thread which features a the Star Citizen ship size comparison there's like a chart and it's it's very cool so check that out and then um John, you had posted something about mining missions coming to Arena Commander. Um did you did you have any insight into that or um is that um is that just something a, a thing we're wishing for?
0: Uh it was just like a quick um note in well, there was a thread that uh Chris started to kind of explain the REC a little more. Um mm-hmm. and later in that thread uh he made another post and mentioned that later on uh with REC they might be supporting Vandal Swarm mm-hmm. um and as well putting in um a mining type scenario so mm-hmm. that you could uh practice your mining skills uh, mm. and potentially get REC for it that'd be great oh yeah, that's
1: excellent. That's
3: excellent.
2: I, I mean, the thing is, if you're going to have a consequence-based persistent universe, you have to have a training ground. It's like any military; they do, they run drills over and over and over again. Otherwise, yeah. how are you going to be organized when you know when the time comes? So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it, it's really, um, it's really smart to uh, to put Arena Commander out first, treating it as as a um, virtual game in a game. Uh, where there are where there are zero consequences um, and, and then allowing for there to be consequences in the Persistent Universe. I, I mean, I'm really excited for when the Constellation um, is in Arena Commander and, you know, we as an org can run shipboarding, you know, because we're all going yeah. to need to know how to defend, you know, from being boarded. So, you know, who in our org is going to play the pirates in, in AC and who's going to be running their ships and running through those scenarios to try and make sure that, you know, you're going to have your book covered when you're out in the PU. Yeah,
0: yeah and yeah. They, they kind of have to let us uh, do this yeah. and give us these scenarios because if they're going to allow us to buy ships that aren't, like, a starter ship, um, you have to be able to know how to pilot it and how to use what it's meant for.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, because I mean, if you think think about it, if you were just to, to release the PU and no one knew how to fly all these ships they had, I mean, it would be a disaster. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, hull insurance aside, you know, it would just be. It, I mean, unless you were a reclaimer pilot, you know, then you would just be going around just chomping up all the broken pieces, you know. Oh yeah,
0: be, yeah, we be a a second, dream. yeah, we could have a second. Yeah, uh, we could have a second a great depression on our hands. Everybody could break their ships, and then everybody would need ships, but there wouldn't be enough money to build the ships, so the game oh. would crash instantly.
1: Oh man, that's a, that's a little dystopian. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and then finally about the forums, Umaroth uh, is looking forward to the endeavor, and he started a thread about that, and uh, he's you know wondering what it's going to be like, and you know so we're talking about the big ships out there, and you know so i i'm excited about that it's like cuz we're 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 thinking about uh stuff that we're going to be playing together and i think that that's that's a good sign for the health of our organization and uh that we've been out playing with each other and having a really good time these last uh, this last month or so i think is also another good sign so mm-hmm very very good. Okay, so Twitter, I I we're not going to go into a lot of deta- detail about any of uh the tweets uh this week, uh but we do want to acknowledge new people that follow us because we do, you know, that's kind of how we are is that, you know, we 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 like people that like us and we want to encourage people to be our our friends. Uh so Imperial News followed us, a uh, damned nerdy ape. I like that's that. That's <laughs> a yeah, um, uh, and a guy whose name is a security guard, and he's in a Santa suit. So <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Oliver T.B., Wyatt Wagner, Kerbal Trek, um, so someone uh, popping over to say hi from the uh, Kerbal Space Program uh, universe, uh, Richard Adlita, so that's how we pronounce it. Uh, he uh, he messaged me on the, the website and said, or I, maybe it was on the, the forums and said, you, know, you said it right once, <laughs> so now I'm going to say it right every time, Adlita. Uh, and Richard, I believe, is the brother of Matt, and um, so uh, he brought uh, Matt. I believe brought Richard. So oh, welcome. I thought
0: I recognized that name.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, rank Badjin channeling Yogi, and that's another great avatar. <laughs> that is Yogi Bera. Um, so that's uh, I'm, we're expecting some quippy uh, stuff out of him. Uh, Indiecade, Old Toby, um, which uh, you you may or may not know, is a reference to uh, the weed they smoked in the Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy, um, or some of the finer weed that they smoked. The Old Toby, uh, Derek, U um, A H I N U I. Okay, sorry, that's I, I I don't I don't have the skills to pronounce that word. Is
0: this one uh, of I wonder if it's one of uh Darisan's uh, Hawaiian friends? It dude, almost that's looks a, Hawaiian. It does look Hawaiian.
1: Alright, well I you know I uh, if you are, I um, I apologize for butchering your name. Um Omandras. And then uh, I think we got uh, spammed with another one of those No, uh, no, no,
0: no, no, we got we got followed by the Fresh Prince himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. Will Smith is a huge fan
2: of Star Citizen and yeah and of, of okay. this org and this podcast specifically.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I think we figured out who Mr. X is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then here, I think the winner of the week, uh, it's it's tough between this one and Damn Nerdy Ape uh, WTF (laughs) Osaurus.
0: This guy's actually a Star Citizen streamer on Twitch. He has like 7,000 followers. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. All right. Well, um, uh, welcome. Thank you. Uh, and then Ravi Marquez uh, followed us uh, just today. So um, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, there is, like I said, there's uh, there's so much stuff that goes flying by on my cell phone every morning. Um, it's just it's hard to to pull much out. But I tell you what, if you follow us, we do follow you. And so if uh, Twitter is the way that you like to communicate, please don't hesitate to uh, tweet us a question. Um, and we definitely will uh, address it on the show. I mean, I know Jimmy was uh, was the master of the multi-tweet question uh, <laughs> asking uh, prior to uh, to uh, joining us here, and see how things worked out for it him. It worked out wonderfully.
0: Wonderfully. All right, and, and, and... The tweets have been getting kind of crazy lately, lately because we have to at so many people, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Darasan came up with the idea of using hashtag TGWS instead of trying to at everybody. Um, right. That way you can just go to Twitter and search for that hashtag and mm-hmm. all of the those guys with SHIP tweets will show up. Um, so if you're tweeting about Star Citizen, about um, the org or something, um, try to add that hashtag. Um, then we can all find all the tweets. Yeah. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Idea. Excellent idea. Thank you, Dara. I appreciate idea. that. Um, and then we did receive an email from, because we have a couple new email addresses. We have comms at Versecast, and then we have, John and I each have an email, Gleep and John. I I did not get anything to Gleep this week. Did you get anything to John, John?
0: I did. It was from, uh, our newest member on the site? Who was that? Was that? Oh, gosh. Let me check quick.
1: Was that Dr- Draconis? Was that from, uh, Yeah, AKA that's Randy? who it was. Yeah, yeah Randy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, he, um, he uh, uh, sent us an email saying you know, he enjoyed the show. Um, he uh, was not sure that he could join our org because he already belonged to, uh, I believe, the Guard Frequency org, and uh, John let him know it's like, hey, you, don't, you, know, you can add us as an affiliate so you don't, you, know, you don't have to choose us as your main org, but you, you can have multiple orgs, and uh, he joined us, so very good. Very good. We're happy to have you. Uh, we did get an iTunes review uh, this week uh, from Captain Zesty. You got to like that? And, <laughs> Zesty. And it <laughs> it was three stars, uh, which is, is nice. He said that he, he likes when we talk about Star Citizen, but he doesn't care too much for when we're talking about the community stuff. Um, and, you know, I get that. Um, and, you know, we do appreciate the feedback. Um, you know, and we take every, all, you know, all... Uh, uh, comments and criticisms uh, uh, into consideration um, however um, I don't know if you've noticed that as the org has developed we're really you know this show uh, is really about our organization and it's sort of in a way a show for our organization because our idea is is that we want to have more people to play within the game and so we want to highlight the good time that we're having so that more people will want to play with us and so um we're not a news show. Um, there are other podcasts that feature the, the news more in a traditional way. But the way that I look at it is that it's just guys hanging out, talking about uh, the game that they play together, about the stuff that they've done, about the stuff that they want to do in the future. And uh, we have 39 members now. We can't get them all here in the, in the, in the, the podcast studio uh, so we have to, you know, include the information that we get from other sources like the, the forums on the webpage or stuff that people, uh, tweet us on Twitter, uh, to kind of make it, you know, to let everybody be included in this show because this show is about us, uh, first and foremost.
2: Well, it's, I mean, you know, it's obvious, um, just in the, de- the design of the game, um, Never mind the, the community interaction, but the game is is based entirely around community, and this podcast is based around the community that's growing from our from our org and from our community. So you know, yeah, I I agree with you. It's the thing that's nice about this podcast is um, you know, like you said, we're not a news organ, we're not a news outlet, and you know, it's like um, like a, you know, you've got casual
1: gamers, you've got casual guilds, you have got casual orgs. We're a casual podcast.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, right. And I mean, it's like, because when we started this, uh, John came to me um, and said, you know, hey, are you interested in maybe trying to do a podcast um, about Star Citizen? I said, yeah, I had never done a podcast before. And so I said, you know, sure. That sounds like it'd be fun to try. And so, you know, we kind of brainstormed at first and said, um, and Caleb was with us at that time. We just sort of brainstormed, you know, what do we want to do? Well, maybe we should have a news segment. Maybe we should have Uh, you know, a listener feedback section. You know, it was just like we were kind of taking what we knew from other shows and trying to sort of plug it in just because we didn't know how we wanted to do it. But since then, it's evolved into uh, what it is now, which um, I think we all uh, uh, feel is more community-centered and more uh, focused on Uh, talking about us and our shared experiences like I I tabletop game I've been doing it for years and so like once a month I go to the game store and I have a a regular group of guys that um, I play with and uh, you know a a not insignificant part of that monthly experience is just sitting around the table waiting to get started talking about games that we're playing talking about the stuff that we're doing what's cool what's not cool and um, you know that for me, that's almost as much, uh, or almost as important part of that experience as is the actual uh, gaming itself. So that's anyway, That's where we're coming from. You know, we're not we're we're not trying to um, to alienate anybody. We're just you know saying we're doing the show that we're doing, and, and we hope you like it.
2: It's um it, it's one of the, one of the things that attracted me to the show and kept me listening. Um, you know, it's uh, I'll go to there's there's three podcasts that i listen to consistently for star citizen and i get different things out of all of them and of those three one of them you know was uh first cast and you get something you get a different experience from listening to verse cast as you do to listening to guard frequency um it's just it's just a different experience and you know there's room for all of them and yeah. and there's there's going to be a preference one way or another and yeah i, I think i like i like this uh this format for this show. I think it's fantastic. And like I said, I'm I'm really happy that you guys um, invited me back. I'm, I'm really thrilled to be a part of it because it is casual. It is cool. It is just a conversation about a game that we love playing.
0: Yeah, I think our show is probably the most conversational um, out of all of the Star Citizen podcasts. Um, and because of that, we also end up being... The longest, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But, yeah, I. you know, we can't appease everybody. We're going to do the show that we want to do and that um, people like. And we've gotten way more comments from people that say they love the show than hate it. So uh, I think we're just going to keep going on the same track that we're on.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, uh, Captain, if I can call you Captain, uh, you know th- – Please, we appreciate the feedback, and um, uh, you know, we hope you uh, you find something that you enjoy about the show that keeps you listening. But, I think and, and come, up, come think, out, come and play with yeah, us. come come uh, come come play with us on Sundays, and and come
2: join uh, come join the org.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. All righty, and speaking of playing with the org, uh, we played a couple of times since last time we recorded. We played on uh, Wednesday. Uh, with uh, pot smoking alien, uh, yellow stag, dara Darasan, myself, or no, that's, that's you, <laughs> the other one, uh, and <laughs> and uh, John and me, and um, th- this is the the one where I survived actually to the end of wave 18. That's right, the scoreboard came up and uh, I was not dead. So uh, that was uh, that was like a highlight in my life. <laughs> um, and uh, I, like uh, Jimmy was saying earlier, um, I I got there by hiding behind rocks. <laughs> um, then we also we played some Capture the Core, and in, I was lucky enough to get uh, teamed up with uh, pot smoking alien and Umaroth, and they carried me to victory in uh, in that one. There were some tech issues, um, and some uh, I was having issues with uh, you know different loadouts not working right, but it, it was it was still fun. I'm, Personally, I think the, the highlight of the evening was uh, after um, I had to log off that uh, Yellow Stag took uh, everybody out. Uh, um, he says it was by accident, we don't know, um, and, <laughs> uh, and went to a, a, a public battle uh, royale instead of uh, a private, and, uh, and he still won. <laughs> he, just, he owned the universe, <laughs> just, just one 300i owning the universe. Um, Yellow stag, seriously,
2: you're gonna love flying an M50, a Merlin, uh, a Merlin uh, yeah, Merlin M50. You're gonna love it, dude. Seriously, or P- <laughs> P90. Sorry, a Merlin P90.
1: Uh, this dude's gonna be. He's, you're gonna have to pay him some back. Uh, yeah. he, he ain't gonna be. He ain't gonna be uh, pulling down NPC wages. <laughs> no, no.
0: Pop- All right. Smoking alien wants to change his name, and I think I think we need to start a campaign. For him to keep his name.
2: <laughs> Save the pot smoking alien.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bumper stickers. Bumper stickers. I like it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, then we played last night. We had thirteen guys out there last night. Dang. That was that was I there might unless somebody else showed up after I left, um, we had thirteen guys out there. It was awesome.
0: That's crazy considering I think our first week we had three.
1: Yeah. I think that was it. I think it was you, me, and then Jimmy. You showed up, yep. and was it just the three of us?
0: No, Stag was there. Yes. No, and Ace. Stag Ace. and Ace were there. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, it's it's growing, and we like that, and it's a lot of fun. So, please come join us, real quick. Uh, uh, Fable Junkyard uh, came out. Um, he, the owner of the. Uh, of orion the first was he the first orion yeah i guess he would be the first and then likey nibs was uh the second and then or or when did you get yours john did you get yours before uh likey did um
0: i think i got mine saturday night
1: okay yeah i like it it doesn't matter
0: i had to Uh, i had to dodge the question like everybody was like did you get your your orion i'm like yeah it's expensive
1: I know, and it was, like, so much that even Ace, like, apologized and said, man, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to rub it in. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not cheap, so. No. It's, that's, that's, that, but that is so awesome. All right, so, um, anyway, uh, Fable Junkyard, uh, Pot Smoking Alien, uh, Tandemonia made it out. It was great. We hadn't seen him for a while, so, uh, Tam, good to see ya. Uh, Yellow Stag, uh, you. Yellowstag, Yujon, me, Jimmy was there, uh, Toblawan, Hardpoint, Ace, um, Likey, Darasan, and then Hector Q. Kane was Darasan's friend, I think. That came out right as uh, I was logging off. So, um, anyway, just shout out to all you people. We really appreciate you coming out. Uh, we did. Um, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, and I also wanted to mention that Rurik and No King Rules Forever were hanging out in the RSI uh, org chat. So I was chatting with them a little bit. So you know, if you're and I know um I think it was no no king was telling me that he's uh waiting on some parts for his computer before he'll be able to actually play the game, so um you yeah know, feel, feel and feel free uh, if 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 you can't if you can't uh, uh launch the game, you're still welcome to log into our mumble server and just hang out and uh watch uh john on on the twitch so you can still uh participate
0: yeah Rurak was watching last night, I think I said that, but um he picked up the AMD graphics card bundle um oh. so he has the Mustang Omega uh, and oh, i think he okay. said he just got in he just like discovered the game a few days ago um so he wow. found our podcast and uh and then he joined us um and so yeah hopefully we'll see him in game next time yeah Cool. Excellent. Excellent.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I talk to people, you know, uh, and ask them about Star Citizen, and it's amazing how many people go, "Oh, that's that game that's not going to be ready for a couple years." And it's like, "No, you play now." Yeah. Yeah. You know, people. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, we got we got so many Orions. Uh, you can't uh, you can't throw a stick without hitting one. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna strip mine whole systems. <laughs> We are. We're, we're going to become a, just like floating eco terrorists. It's going to be. Terrible.
0: Do we have only one reclaimer? Uh
1: no. Um. I have one. Oh, reclaimer. Reclaimer. Re- yes. One re- reclaimer. Yes.
0: Reclaimer. Okay.
1: It, w- there are so many re ships. You know, yeah. Yeah. Retail. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. Yes, we have one reclaimer. I believe is Andre has that. Um. And, okay, so this is exciting, and uh, I hope you're still hanging in there an hour and 48 minutes in, uh, because we're excited about this. Probably should have mentioned it earlier, but uh, uh, this is when we got oh, to Oh, wait, um, wait, wait so to
2: bury the lead, Glee.
1: I know, I know, I know. My, <laughs> my, e- my editing skills sometimes. Uh, anyway, um, uh, you folks that listen to Guard Frequency also, um, and, and if you're not listening, doggone it, why not? Uh, anyway, on their show, uh, one of the hosts, Lennon Rich, has uh, been catching some flack from his co-hosts, uh, a no, uh, by name Tony and Jeff, uh, for owning and daring to like his Mustang. So it's been sort of a running joke that's been going for a while. Uh, uh, Tony and Jeff uh, call the Mustang a space pony, and um, Lennon says, you know, but I, but I like it. And they said, we don't care, it's a space pony. <laughs> and so... Anyway, a challenge was made about, like I say, about a month ago, whereby uh, Lennon uh, could uh, 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 defend his Mustang honor by on the field of battle by him and three other Mustang uh, owners uh, going up against Tony and Jeff in their Hornets, and um, I, I, I do believe they're actually Super Hornets. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, let
2: me let me just say that I got Shanghai into this at the last minute, and I I in AC I fly a Hornet Ghost, but I guess I'll be flying my Mustang Beta, uh, yeah, against a super okay.
1: Hornet or two, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, so, yeah, to, to the point, we own Mustangs, and we, and we like our Mustangs. And so, anyway, I sent an email off to their show and offered up our services to join uh, Lennon in defending his Mustang honor, and he accepted. So we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have been um, trying
2: for days to figure out what kind of weapon, weapon compliment I can put on that uh, beta, and it's just not pretty.
1: Well, the, the and uh, and it gets it gets better um, because I think one of the ground rules is is that we have to fly stock loaded. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I am
1: so glad
2: there's no money riding on this. This is going to be brutal. <laughs> really, oh,
1: this, I, is, I, I... this is going to be great. I, th- I think I think we we have to come up with a strategy. If we have a strategy, I think we can win. And uh, the one that 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 came to my mind was I don't know if you guys uh, saw. Uh, Game of Thrones, the second season, Uh, the end of the second season, the Battle of the Blackwater. I don't know if you remember that. Vaguely. Do you? Vaguely? Okay. Well, anyway, in that battle, what they did was they had this stuff called Wildfire, which is actually- Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, uh, we're going to take your beta, and we're going to fill it full of wildfire, (laughs) and then we're just going to sort of set it adrift till it's in their their midst, and then we're going to shoot it, and then-
2: It's going to be like throwing a a Winnebago at a Panzer tank. (laughs) That's what it's going to be like. I'm just going to be with like a BB gun hanging out the window of my gremlin (laughs) shooting at a tank.
1: You know, you you need to roll down the window and play some Grateful Dead. <laughs> yeah. It'll 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 be perfect. It'll be perfect. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, this is I mean, this is a, a, another opportunity uh, for us to get out and play with some different folks, and we're really looking forward to it. So this all is going to go down uh, next Sunday afternoon, um, and I I believe that's March first, Sunday, March first at three thirty Pacific time. And uh, we're going to be streaming it on our, our Twitch channel, and I believe the guys over at uh, Guard Frequency are also going to be streaming it on I think, their channel. Yeah,
0: I think two or three of them are going to be streaming in a couple... We're going to have a couple guys in there um, mm-hmm. doing, like... Or they are... They're going to have a couple guys doing, uh, like, a spectator cam. Uh, right. So it should be pretty awesome. Nice.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. And... Um, so you know, come check it out, and then after we're done with that, um, we're then we'll we'll start our regular Sunday night meetup. So um, it's just going to be a Sunday afternoon of uh, of Star Citizen uh, magic. Yeah. All right, so we did it, guys. We're at the end. Yeah, we came in right around two hours again. Almost, almost. Well, we we still have uh, the outros to get through. So that's <laughs> so, only another forty five minutes to go. It's fine. There. Well, I mean, I think the important thing is to say support Engine, right, John?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and why
1: do why do we support Engine?
0: Because they gave us our website.
1: That's excellent. Thank you, Engine. Yay, Engine. Go to Engine.com uh, for all your site hosting needs. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. Yes, it is. And then thank you again, Mr. Ronald Jenkes. Uh Support him. Go check him out at ronaldjenkies.com and uh, buy his music. You will not be sorry. Um, I am Gleep. I am in the Those Guys with Shipstar Citizen organization. I'm on the subscriber forums. I'm also on Heroes Tavern and on Twitter. Um, and I've got my own email now. I, I, I've, I've grown up enough that they're gonna let me have my own email. And that is <laughs> gleep at gl33p at versecast.org. Uh, email me early, email me often. Uh, we will read your questions on the air. Um, and please do check the show notes uh, in the show notes for um, the exact addresses and spellings for uh, my other contact information uh, Jimmy, do you want to tell folks how they can get Yeah, you? I'm
2: uh, also in the uh, those guys with uh, ship organization um, I'm at RSI under Ajax Wilhelm uh, or my handle which is just Jackson J-A-X-S-U-N uh, I'm on uh, Hero Taver- Heroes Tavern also under Jackson and uh, you can find me on Twitter, where I'm usually the most obnoxious, uh, at uh, Jimmy Croker, which is J-I-M-I-C-R-O-K-E-R.
0: Awesome. You can find me at the only TheOnlyJonto on RSI, Heroes Tavern, Twitter, and Steam. Um, you can email me at john at versecast.org. And you can also email the show at comms at versecast.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at Versecast. Uh, where you can tweet at us or email us about uh, anything. you know, if you have comments about the show, questions, uh, you got something cool to share with us, uh, do it. Um, then you can also follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv/versecast, uh, where we will be streaming our uh, Sunday meetups, uh, which uh, transpire at 6 pm Pacific Standard Time every Sunday um so be sure to to join us even if you don't even if you don't join us in the org um just go to versecast.org we got uh the uh mumble voice server where everybody meets up uh it's a fun time uh yeah you can if you do want to join the org you can find us at slash orgs orgs versecast uh everyone is uh welcome to join there's no uh barrier to entry and we would, nope. we would love to have you. Um, you can come to heroestavern.com where we have our Star Citizen forums. We got a ton of cool uh, threads going and a lot of interaction going there, uh, like we covered um, earlier. So, that again is heroestavern.com. Uh, what else do we have here? iTunes. Yes, iTunes. Go to iTunes, review us, at uh, just search for Versecast. We would uh, appreciate uh, constructive criticism or, you know, if you want to praise us for any reason, we would like that as <laughs> just, well. Just, you um, know,
2: go to, go over there and just please say nice things about us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I was looking. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Stitcher has separate uh, reviews. Um, and I just oh. noticed this recently. And this review is from two months ago. I'm sorry to ADT1. Uh, we missed your review, but we will be checking this in the future. He says, really good podcast, always has great chemistry between the hosts, all the relevant information. I particularly enjoyed the one of PC specs. So thank you, ADT, for that review. And I think that about wraps it up.
1: All right. Well, until the next time, then, we will see you in the verse.
0: See you later. Take care, guys.